What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the UI Buzz podcast. I'm your host, as always, Peter Whedon. You can find me and this podcast at peterwhedon.com. In this episode, we're going to be talking about some game development tips and just some stuff that I've been working on for my game. And so we're really looking at Unity here. So if that's not your thing, you probably want to skip to the next episode. But if you are even remotely interested in game development, I think you're going to find this kind of developer journal episode rather interesting. I'm going to share with you some of the work that I was doing over the holidays and some of the discoveries that I've had and some of the changes and how they came to be. And I think this is all good, kind of useful knowledge for those who want to develop their own games. So the first thing was I've been working on my idle game. You've heard me speak about it before, and there's plenty of blog posts. I'll put a link in the show notes over at peterwinner.com on this. One of the problems I had with the last kind of the beta releases that I'm putting out to a close sort of closed group of folks who I know will provide me good feedback. And one of the problems that came up was that the on various devices on different Android screens, for example, different phones, different tablets, all of those kind of scenarios, was that the screen was not scaling properly. It was actually cropping some of the content off top and bottom which was a little peculiar to me because I have had this problem before and I used the same technique that I used last time to solve it. And this time around, it seems that it just wasn't doing it and the ratios were not working and things like that. So I'm going to dive into the details a little bit here because I think they may be helpful for others who may be suffering the same problem. And it works like this, right? When you're designing your apps or games, you are usually working to some set screen size for the development, right? And you want that screen size, that canvas size, view size, whatever you want to call it, to scale to up and down to, to fit different screen sizes, different devices. But you want the ratio, obviously, to stay the same so things don't stretch and pull and look weird. And at the same time, you don't want it to crop stuff off. The problem became that it was cropping off. It's a landscape game and it was cropping off a little bit on the top and bottom. So this told me that something was just not scaling right the way I had it set in Unity. And I've got a blog post. I'll put a link in the show notes for this as to how I actually got this done. And what the solution was, was basically I'm using, first of all, I installed the device simulator in Unity and it's there in all the recent releases. It has actually gone final. And if you are not familiar, if it's not something you know how to find it up in the tools or to install the package, because it does not install by default, I have a video out on that that I put out a little while ago, but the same, this was back when it was in beta, but the installation procedure is exactly the same for the final release. And there's a video that I've got on YouTube. It's very short. I'll put a link for it, or you'll find it on YouTube if you search for me and Unity Device Simulator. And what it does, once you've got it installed, you can pop open a window, very much like your game window or any other window in Unity, and you can select a device right? An iPhone a of a particular model, an Android device of a particular model, and it will then pull up in the window, simulate a screenshot of the device frame, right? And your game or app, whatever it is in, in there, so you can see it. And the nice thing is it also has, you can do landscape, portrait, rotate it, different devices, all of that stuff to check it. So you'll very quickly see the problem. 
And it also puts a nice yellow frame around the edge if you turn it on to show you the safe area, which if you've ever done any development on mobile devices, you'll know what that means. Basically the safe area is the area that is safe to put content in that you won't have system controls overlapping or the status bar of the device, those kind of things. But here's the big but with this. It's only gonna show it to you. It's not gonna give you any opportunity to fix it or do anything like that. So you could go back into Unity and play around with the scaling, the width and height ratios and the sizes of your device, of your screen on your game canvas or something like that in your view and then see how that looks immediately on the device. That is a great way to do that and if you don't mind sitting playing with the numbers and figuring it out that'll work just fine for you. You'll get a very quick idea just without having to recompile every time is this is my app, my game now fitting on the display in a way that feels appropriate for me and is acceptable. But you can take this one step further. There is a wonderful free package out there. You can find it in the Unity store or in the in Unity and you go in there and look for the packages. And there's this wonderful package called Safe Area Helper by a, a developer called Crystal Pug. And it's free. And what it'll do, it actually, you download and install this package in Unity. And then you just drag a script off to be a component on your your parent display, whatever that may be. In my case, my game uses a canvas, so I added it to the canvas. And what this script does is takes the pain out of figuring out the numbers for you on the ratios to scale up and scale down. You literally just drag and drop this script onto a game component. Like I say, your parent view, that's it. And just leave it at that. And that solved the problem for me. So those two steps, plus playing around with some of the numbers, got me to where I needed to be. And this was a lot quicker than running and building and running on a whole bunch of different devices. So if nothing else, the device simulator in Unity is fantastic for that. So I'm hoping that my the latest beta that I put out for folks is going to solve that problem and then they're going to come back and say, hey, everything fits nicely now and... I can get to all the controls, it's not cropping anything off of the game canvas and all of that kind of stuff. Fingers crossed on that one, but I think I've got it. Shout out to Crystal Pug for that script there as well for helping to deal with those sizing problems. So that was my main bug that I wanted to fix in this latest release. There were also some other, uh, some more gameplay changes that I wanted to make, some game balancing. I was playing it over the holidays pretty intensely actually on an Android tablet just because I've got this Android tablet and it's convenient to just have it laying around and play the game. I noticed a couple of bugs. So I made a, a couple of game changes. So for the game balancing, I actually reduced the frequency of random events. If you've listened to previous episodes and been following along, then uh, there's random events in the game that either give you resources or take them away. And check out previous episodes of the podcast if you're not familiar with what the game is or go to peterwidham.com. Again, you'll find plenty of blog posts there because I'm actually building this in public as far as explaining what I'm doing as I'm doing it. And so I changed that. I also changed the rate at which you generate 
what I call dark web coins in the game, which is the in-game currency. It's not a real currency linked to it. It's not like all the, some of those games where they link them to real money and you have to buy them. That's not what this is. This is just a fictitious in-game currency that gets generated based on how you play the game. And then you use that to, to purchase things. I felt like the generator needed to be sped up a little bit, so I increased the multiplier on that. And also to offset that, to help people who will be new to starting the game, I reduced the cost multiplier for each of the items. For example, you would hire some hackers in the game and they cost a certain amount. And every time you use dark web coins to hire some, the cost goes up naturally. Makes sense? I felt that they, the jump in the cost each time was a little too high, so I just pulled that back a little bit. And those two changes alone have made the gameplay from the very beginning feel a little more balanced and a little faster and getting you into the action a little quicker, so I'm happy with that. Going to play with it some more, see how that scales out. And a lot of these things, just so you know, if you're not familiar with this, you really do have to play the game that you're developing it over time and you have to play it like a player would to really feel how that feels right so you yes you can skip ahead and do things in code to oh what if i've been playing this for 100 hours how does it look yeah you could simulate that but honestly it's not going to feel the same and you won't understand how it feels to work through say 100 hours to get there how painful is that how pleasurable is the experience and to do that you've really got to play it the way a player will play it which with an idle game it's pretty pretty convenient because of course the idea being that it also plays for you in the background when you're not playing it so when you go back to the game you've generated resource and resources and you can make more game decisions that's part of the reason why i like idle games so those were the the sort of quality of life changes that are made in the game this time around i've also updated i noticed some scenarios where I don't feel the game state was being saved when the operating system, like for example Android or iOS, would kill the game in the background to free up memory and that on a device. It felt to me like sometimes that the state of the game was not being saved and when I went back in I had lost that time of the idle generation in the background while I'm not playing. And so I've made some changes to hopefully fix that so that now when you start up the game again after it had been killed, it figures out like it should. You haven't played it for 24 hours, even though 20 of those hours, let's say the device had killed it in the background, it still does the right calculations in the true sort of idle philosophy of a game. So hopefully that's in there too. And just want to mention here, I'm using the Easy Save 3 package. It's a package you have to pay for on the Unity store, but it is worth every penny. Shout out to the developers on that. It not only makes game state saving and loading very easy, but it also has some nice features in there for things like encryption and different options and all these things to try and help stop people from cheating. So I just want to put that out there in this episode just to give you a few updates and to give you a few tips. So if you're having this problem with your scaling of your game to fit a device screen up and down, play this one back and take a look into the suggestions that I've put in here. 
because I, it's really working out well and solving the problem for me. And I also now don't have to worry about things like, for example, on an iPhone, there's the famous notch and things like that. Because all of the, the changes that I've made take into account for those spaces without me having to do anything. So anyway, that's it for this episode. I hope you've enjoyed this. Just want to give you a quick request. If you could rate and review this podcast like some folks have done out there, I'd greatly appreciate it. And to those of you that have, it has been helping to um, slowly expand the growth of this podcast. I've seen the listenership go up. So thank you to all of you out there for listening to this. If there's anything you'd like me to cover, I am by far not a game development expert, but I would be more than happy to try and help out or talk on the topic as, as best as I can. Probably going to be doing some more web development soon as well on some things, some new projects that I've got ideas for. So I'll be talking about that. And, uh, you know, that as well to extend the invitation that if anyone wants to come on this podcast and talk about their projects, especially indie dev projects, love to talk to those folks, reach out to me, peterwidham.com forward slash contact, or you can find me on Twitter at UIBuzz, U-I-B-U-Z-Z. I will be only too happy to have a conversation with you and see where that takes us. So that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening, and I will speak to you in the next one.